We are back, baby! And we are live here on the Resistance Broadcast. Welcome, everybody, to the show. I'm John. That's James. That's Lacey. Uh, mirror pointing is weird, but you know it's not weird. Star Wars. And we're here to talk about it. So we hope everyone is off to a great 2023 Uh James Lacey, let me let me ask you guys, how was your how are your holidays? I know we spoke, but for everyone listening or watching. Go ahead, James. How's your holiday? Great, wonderful. Had multiple with different family families and everything like that. And uh um I it like surprisingly this year I didn't get a lot of Star Wars stuff because I think I replaced it with soccer stuff. <laughs> I was like, give me all this soccer stuff. Let me ask you this. Did you enjoy the break or did you miss this? Are you talking about Both. your face or just talking in general? Oh, well, well, that, everyone misses this. I know that. <laughs> uh, both. It's <laughs> nice to take a break, but it also was a little bit um, a little bit like uh, you're missing something like like I'm supposed to do something this week, you know, kind of thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Um, did I miss this? I always miss talking Star Wars mm-hmm. because no one else I know talks about it. So these guys are the only people that will talk about it with me on a regular basis. Um, as for the holiday, I didn't really do that much. I kind of just hang out. I'm doing a lot of like purging in my house right now, like gathering items up and getting rid of it. Ah. Mm-hmm. Like old clothes and other things. Cause you like, you collect stuff do, over the years. Not like Star Wars joy? stuff. They do not spark joy. So they went into boxes and then to mm-hmm. the good. I thought you said perching. Like getting on top of the counters. No, <laughs> purging. 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 Yeah. Uh, I didn't get any she meant, Star Wars She meant items. to say planking. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get any Star Wars items. I did get some really nice cards in the mail from Megan. So shout out to Megan. Beautiful yes. like B2 uh, emo uh, yes. little sticker. So cute. Um, and I got some other cards from other people. Thank you guys so much. I know I got one from Jetta as well. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I bought myself this mug that's behind me that I just did. I started doing uh, my Star Wars collection 365. I right. thought about it uh, a couple of weeks ago. I was like, oh, I should do that again. And James and John were like, you should do that again. So I'm doing it again, <laughs> which is giving me excuses to buy cool things. And so I bought this mug and I got it for like a crazy awesome price. And it was brand new in the box. And it's from like 1977. So to be clear, mm-hmm. we're, we're purging. But we're also and purchasing and purging <laughs> and purchasing. All right. Well, it's a cycle. I don't know if I told you guys this. Johnny got an Oculus. Oh, did Johnny get one? Oh, no, he's saying Johnny. him. No, it's Johnny. Because <laughs> so John's family called him Johnny. So anytime I'm around like his family or his wife, they're like, oh, Johnny. And I'm like, your son. And they're like, no. Yeah. Well, because my dad's John also, so when I was a kid growing up, I was Johnny. But um, and my <laughs> wife's in the virtual world, like John. <laughs> so I, I like the Oculus thing. I got the Vader trilogy. Um, the like on Yeah, it was on sale. So I started mm-hmm. trying that out. That's cool. I did the the Beat Saber thing, which is pretty fun. Right. And I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna check oh out some God. sport. Can you take a video of you doing Beat Saber, please? I will absolutely, absolutely. I am actually. This is actually the type of thing I'm going it. to use. It's really cool. I like it a lot. And then the other Star Wars thing I got is you guys know my favorite shot from Star Wars is uh, Vader and his like silhouette in the carbon chamber when he's mm-hmm. talking to Luke. My mm-hmm. brother got that for me made on like um, um, what do you call those? 
like canvas, a canvas uh, print right. of it, a widescreen canvas print. So I'm going to put it up on my wall so it's something I can look at while I'm podcasting. So it's pretty cool. Um, but the holidays were great. I did enjoy the break, but I, at the same time, like I'm glad we're back. Um, but I think it was nice because there's been years in the past where we're like, we're hustling, we're doing, we're going to do more, do this episode, do that episode. We kept doing stuff. We never took a break. I'm glad we took this break and it was really enjoyable because Some I feel charged up. advice I've ever gotten from people that like work in the creator space and um, is that to take breaks. It's just as important to rest as it is to work hard and your body will tell you when you've had enough. And if you don't listen to it, you're just yeah. going to do worse work and yeah. not get get to the potential you need to be at so it's nice to take a break especially one around the holidays holidays are my favorite time guys i've been buying christmas dishes <laughs> what is it so there's no purge happening there is zero purge happening at your house she's been buying christmas dishes and perching them oh on her wall i just got a spode cheese plate i'm like so pumped about a it what so to the point that I was like, we're having a holiday party next year. I don't care if it's just like John and Santos and like two other people. James can come from Ohio. It'll be great. <laughs> Wait, what's a what are you supposed to do with that? Spode. It's a very, very popular company. Definitely Google it. From Never heard of it. I think you just made that up. No, it's the plates with the Christmas tree on it. It's very oh, popular. now I know. Does your wife have some? She definitely has some. Your wife has a spode something. Everybody has one. Oh my god! I don't know. <laughs> well, how about talking about things that people should maybe pick up for the? This yeah, is perfectly so true. Hold on. This one comment. This is so true. Rabbit Raccoon said it's not a purge; it's a replacement. Uh, Accurate. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So before we get into the show, uh, we do hope everyone is off to a great New Year. We hope you had wonderful holidays. Uh, but it's time to get down to business, and that's talking Star Wars. But before we do that. Um, we just want to remind you that uh, Gentle Giant, the wonderful people at Gentle Giant, check this guy out. I did an unboxing before we left for the holidays of my Boba, uh, Boba Fett, my Mando and Grogu. Uh, we have a uh, discount code. So at checkout, you can get 20% off all items in stock by just simply using Resist20. And you'll get 20% off all in stock items at Gentle Giant. And just a reminder, if you're a patron of TRB, which hopefully you are, we appreciate all the support. It means a great deal and allows us to do more. Um, so head to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast if you haven't yet. Uh, tiers start at $5 a month for full access to all of our bonus material, including right after this episode, we're doing a live Q&A where yep. you can ask us anything, not just Star Wars. You can ask us a lot of stuff. And we've had some wild stories on our Q&As in past episodes so we have that coming up so please do join our patreon if you're able to and you haven't yet patreon.com slash resistance resistance broadcast it's uh what keeps the the engines running here at trb and of and course go ahead and like this video yeah do all that do stuff it. just subscribe to the channel please uh we're, we're our next goal is 2,000 subscribers long way to go so spread the word and if you were subscribed to where we were previously uh subscribe to the new channel because that's where we are and lastly, Weird Brothers. Uh, we, we have the Resistance Brew over there. So check out weirdbrothers.com. Look up the Resistance Brew. Buy yourself a bag of coffee. You're helping us. You're helping veterans. You're helping a small business in Virginia. All good things. Uh, so before we get into the news, uh, Bad Batch is out. If you haven't checked right. out James's review yet, episodes one and two on our YouTube channel exclusively there. Um, but uh, quick thoughts on Bad Batch one and two. I'll just say, 
Uh, I, th- I thought the first episode was all right, a little underwhelming, but then the second episode, uh, I realized what I like. I'm not really a clone guy. You guys all know that. I'm not really into that. I'm not the hugest Star Wars animation person, but I do like when there's connections with characters, and I like that the Bad Batch are different than the typical clones, and I really enjoyed the Echo and Omega stuff there. I really like that bond that's been developing between them, and uh, that clears day nod to Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. So, uh, Lacey, what'd you what'd you think of the Bad Batch? Which visually also looked very cool, I gotta say. Yeah, I thought the animation is stunning. Like it looks so it's some of the coolest stuff we've seen in Star Wars, like the mm-hmm. worlds and stuff. Um, I'm enjoying kind of like the heist. It's giving me flashbacks to like Mandalorian, you know, like go get a job, go do this job, go get like anything like that, heist type stuff. But um, I'm loving seeing Omega kind of come into the the teenage years where she's just like why am i doing this why do i have to do this what's going on? you're like oh look it's luke skywalker <laughs> like what's going on mm-hmm. um but yeah no it's been really fun yeah these guys are further than i am because we've had the opportunity to see you know most the majority of the season um but as far as i'm doing things because i want to do the reaction shows and give honest reviews and speculate and all that going into each one of those uh, videos that we put up on the channel, I am watching the episode and then doing my reaction to it and having that as a separate entity. So I don't know what's coming next yeah. uh, in a very real sense. And then from that point, like I'm a little bit ahead of where, you know, where they are live or where they, when they come out. But um, as far as every week, I'm, I'm not speculating on what I've already seen. Um, I am. Yeah totally 100% not knowing what's coming next. So make sure you check out those videos because it's, it's a good time. And I, I mean, I love the show. A little yeah. underwhelming premiere, though. I will say that. Yeah, yeah I hear that. Um, but yeah, Bad Batch is rolling. And then before we know it, we'll be getting into Mando and, of course, uh, all right. Celebration, all that stuff. So we have a big year ahead. And with that comes Star Wars news. And James, it is time to fire up the first time in 2023. <laughs> the resistance report. Here we go. It's the resistance. Well, there is no better way to kick off the resistance report in 2023 with a little bit of movie news, right? Now, granted, granted, we're going to still call it a rumor. Um, we've had a couple different random sources uh pop up including star wars newsnet which is they were covering this uh via world of real which is a website i don't really know but if you go take a look at it and put together um they are saying that damon lindelof uh is going to be working on the star wars film come this april and that is not like you know writing or anything like that that is shooting shooting beginning in april so that film sets us up for specific timelines that are very exciting. Um, And this is the first movie to go into production since the rise of Skywalker. So let's get started with the story right away. Again, a rumor, but movie news. We're going to get movies soon. John, what do you think? So, yeah, this is interesting because I know there's been a lot of speculation because, you know, Daisy Ridley has been seen at Lucasfilm and she's like, yeah, we're just there for a little bit of lunch that's all and sandwich uh, or something yeah but i love that know. she's flying from the uk to f- san francisco just for lunch 
Uh, have you ever had lunch yeah, we, in San Francisco? When you got money. I have not. Yeah. <laughs> and I've heard no offense to our, our friends in London. I've heard the food isn't great there. So I, I don't know. Make, they make their food better by adding vinegar to it. I like fish and <laughs> chips. But in terms of this story, um, you know, all the reports about Lindelof have been saying he's the next in line. So that would make sense, especially if Star Wars actually wants to not miss another movie date. It's time to get rolling because, you know, April is almost midway through 2023. And if the movie's supposed to come out at the end of 2025, you got to get that thing going um, to have a proper non-rushed Star Wars movie on a production timeline. So I'm buying that. I'm buying that aspect of it. But tie-ins in terms of thinking like, you know, because there was also reports saying like it will include characters from the sequel trilogy. And immediately everyone goes, to the big top and they say, Oh, that means Ray. That means Finn. That means Poe. I don't think so. I, I, I don't think cause, cause it also said that there's going to be a new cast of characters. There's going to be a different new lead. And I don't think star Wars, I think it'd be a mistake if star Wars made Ray like a cameo type of character or a, not the main character. Ray is the new Luke Skywalker you know, for the next generation. Daisy Ridley's only 30 years old. You don't bring her back after that for a, like a cameo or like a little supporting role. She's going to be the one. So I don't think she's going to be in this movie. Maybe you see R2 or something like that. Or lower, maybe Maz Kanata, those types of characters. But I don't think you're going to see like all the Jedi. I don't think you're going to see Ray Skywalker rolling up in this movie where there's going to be other leads. I don't think it's going to be like that. But I do believe that I, I I would not be surprised if this is true and that we hear something about it at Celebration, which happens to be also happening in April. Um, and it'd be even cooler if they're shooting in at Pinewood, which means they'll be shooting there. Maybe they can maybe they have something planned in terms of announcing something. Now I'm really speculating. That's one way to go from last celebration, which the only movie they talked about was a non-Star Wars movie. I love you, Indiana Jones. <laughs> not a Star Wars movie. To saying, Coming in this time, this is a Star Wars movie we're going to talk about. And here's Damon Lindelof. Here's the director. You know, all that stuff. So I'm buying that they're filming. I'm not buying that Daisy Ridley's involved. Um, but it gets me excited because like we've been saying, the three of us here, we love everything going on with Star Wars right now. Star Wars is, is the best movie franchise in the world. And I love Top Gun. I love I love the new Avatar. You ain't Star Wars though, and I want my Star Wars back in the theaters. Avatar Avatar just topped Top Gun. Yeah, I know. I know. Isn't that crazy? James, right, Lacey, what are you, what are your thoughts on uh, this rumor? Let's call it the Star Wars movie news. So I think we can all agree that we definitely think this Damon movie is happening. We've been talking about it a lot in the past year, and I think. There is some weight to it. They talked about how Dave Filoni's been in writing sessions with him, like how p- certain people have been rumored to be around these meetings and that are taking listen, didn't place. Didn't John Kasdan say Lindelof's movie or something like that? He, yes, he, in like, one of his interviews. Yeah, yeah the so, Lindelof yeah. thing. Which again, John could have just heard that from an interview, but I'm going to take it that he knows what's going on in there because he is working on Willow and he talks about having com- conversations with John Favreau about Make Solo 2 happen. So. <laughs> I believe that John Kazan's very into what's going on at Lucasfilm. Um, that being said, man, if this is happening in April, buckle up. They're going to announce this at Celebration, 100%. It is going to be the big thing that they announced that everybody's going to be talking about. Um, 
in addition to obviously like Mando stuff, but Mando will be out at this point. So it's like, what's that big thing? This could be it. This could be the big thing they're going to talk about and including, uh, including Ahsoka and skeleton crew. I think those are the big three things that they're going to want people to take away from that weekend. And uh, the Jedi celebration return of the Jedi. Without a doubt. I it's, it's different though. So like if you have an anniversary weekend, if George Lucas shows up, which I think he could, if he shows up, yes, people will be talking about that. But there are big kind of like touch points that Disney and Lucasfilm want people to take away oh, from yeah. the weekend with Absolutely. hype. Yeah. Um, I'll never forget in 2015 when they did the TFA panel, like stock for Disney Road rose like $6 billion as soon as the teaser came out or something like that. It was something insane. Hmm. Um, so they want to make those big announcements. You know, 2016, it was Rogue One. Uh, 2017 it was the last jedi so like they're gonna want to move forward with something big and if this is their next big movie that they're pushing out they're gonna make that announcement here now it, it, it makes me sad because they'll probably announce other stuff at like san diego comic-con or like show like behind the scenes glimpses at other comic-cons like d23 but i think that initial announcement will happen at celebration yeah i see i see kathleen kennedy coming out and saying you know we do what feels right and you know we've uh i don't know how she'd say it exactly but like film is a very special part of star wars so we'd like to introduce the next era of star wars films you know or something like mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. and then you see like the the name of the movie or whatever like on the title and everybody uh, oh, and then damon would come out like he's got to yeah. come out to yeah, talk about exactly it. and then and then he would come out and talk about how he's excited to start on this new venture because i i could see them announcing the title of this um but it still feels like it could be pretty far away considering we didn't get the title for rise of skywalker until the trailer that's different so they had already been filming so that's so different. i do want to address this comment right uh, no now I, agree. I agree i agree from jg that says uh from space thank you for your comment he says seems like they're crazy that they're shooting in april without any news or director of any actors yet it is crazy jg i agree with that however we have heard that Disney has been telling Kathleen Kennedy to walk back on announcements. And based on the, the stuff that they've been dealing with over the past few years where they've been announcing stuff and then nothing happens, they've mm -hmm. been announcing stuff and it's been canceled. If I were them, I'd keep that stuff under wraps until you have a production happening. And then you're like, they are physically That's, at this yeah. place. It's happening. They reported on the director. They have the director. Yeah. It's the Miss, Miss, Miss Marvel director. Charmaine Obeyed Chinoy. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's that's who's directing. So there, there you go. Right, there. but like, I don't you think don't need Lucasfilm to know ever asked. announced. No, I don't think Lucasfilm ever announced. I think that's what he was commenting on. It's crazy that they're going to start this film without any type of an announcement. Good, but I think for, it's because they're yeah. keeping that yeah. kind the, of close. I, yeah, it's the actors and stuff. Well, the thing is, is like generally we forget sometimes that like we're like, well, you know, Deadline isn't reporting this that these these leaks or these exclusive stories or whatever. Most of that stuff comes from the the studios that are willing to get some information out there and they feed that stuff to those trades. Um, so if Disney doesn't want to reveal anything about this, then they just put everybody on NDA and say, no, we're not telling anybody about this particular piece of property that we're working on. Um, mm -hmm. Then you just have to worry about agents and other things like that. But um, but they probably know they're going to get in trouble. So <laughs> they don't do it. Yeah. I am really, I am really excited about this. I think this is, uh, this is great um, for a million reasons that we've already talked about, as far as like Lindelof and stuff. But I think with it coming up right around 
celebration time and being that thing that they could announce. And I know you're right, John, because they, they announced the title to Rogue Squadron in that very similar way. You know, they said, here it is. Uh, yeah, the saga builds were a different animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm saying um, they could reveal the 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 same way that they did skeleton crew. They reveal the name. They tell us a little bit who's who's involved and do a slow yeah. like unwrapping of text, and it just says untitled, and then stuff. <laughs> <No laughs> yeah. come on, man! Oh, no. Untitled Star Wars, Star Wars movie 2025 or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, anything else we want to say about this? It's a rumor, but it's exciting. Just that. Uh, there's something different about when we were doing this podcast and there was a Star Wars movie filming at the time and you hear those little nuggets of news and there's just little piece of information and we do like the speculation of connecting dots and stuff and the fact that this movie reportedly takes place after episode 9 so we're talking there's no precedent there's oh. no mm-hmm. palette there's mm-hmm. it's clean slate so we can go wild with speculation and there's just something different about a Star Wars movie that's in production versus like Oh, Mando's filming season three and stuff. It's just bigger. It always will be. And I'm just so excited to 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 be doing what we're doing as fans, celebration, podcasting, hanging out in chats and stuff while a Star Wars movie's in production. That's always a cool, mm-hmm. cool time to be a fan. I do I did think of one other thing. There was something I was like hanging on. I was like, I know I had a point or something I wanted to talk about with this. I do think that um Daisy Ridley could be involved, and I do think that she would be a character that they could bring in a la like a Tony Stark sort of thing. Like you have your main cast, you have your Tom Holland and your other characters who are on this adventure, but they inevitably end up meeting Ray. And then like in another movie, they end up meeting like Ray and Finn or Finn gets involved, you know, or something like that. Mm -hmm, And these could mm -hmm. be these characters that if they do decide to move in the Marvel format of like these movies from this point on are going to, go on that timeline and it's just like different characters, but it all follows an ongoing story. You could have your rays and your fins and your pose and those characters be ones that are sort of like connecting the dots in a lot of way between multiple characters uh, and then have a big like franchise get together where like those three are like leading the army of all these people that you've met along the way or whatever. But, um, but that still makes me think that you could have those characters be stars and draw people in while also still having new primary main characters that just they really want you to focus on just i just hope it's like this next movie isn't like ray's starting a jedi academy like well the rumor is that they're going to have a person of color be the lead so no yeah i just mean from a story standpoint like everyone's Mm -hmm. like speculating it's going to be ray running a new jedi academy that nothing sounds more boring to me i don't think that's what it's going to be I don't either. I I, yeah. I hope not. Yeah. Hmm. No offense. That's no com- offense. That doesn't sound like that. something that Damon would be interested in. Look at the projects that he's done previously. Do you I think mean, he's going to be like, yeah, let me run a school? <laughs> there's nothing more boring than the Jedi in the prequels. Like, they are boring people. And yeah, it's they're like, only cool I, when they're fighting. There's something cooler about Jedi being like how Obi-Wan was in A New Hope, where you're like, holy cow, there's still one of those around. Like, right. I want Jedi to be special again and not be like, the arena in the attack of the clones where it's like <laughs> around a perimeter a we must create. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I mean, we'll see and no offense to if people want the Jedi Academy. I hope you get it, but um, I will see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, moving on to the next story here. We got Ron Howard talking about how there are no current plans for solo, but never say never, you know, I, he was 
recently talking about this in an interview where he was going through all of his movies in his career. He's just kind of giving notes on each one and how far he's come. And I think the big thing coming out of that was that he specifically mentions that solo is like a fan driven thing. Like he's saying like, you know, when you hear about talks of sequels, um, it really is being driven by fans, but officially he's putting it on the record. There's no current plans for a solo sequel, but I, all I hear is keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> right. Right. But yeah, let, let's talk about that for a minute. What do you guys think? Uh, I guess I'll start with John. John, you're the big, we're all the big make solo two happen people, but what up? Um, yeah, I, yeah, I have, a, I have a, not a bone to pick necessarily with this, but I don't think, cause there were, depending on the trade that put it out, they had their own narrative on how they wanted to position this interview that Ron Howard gave. Like, Solo was the worst movie ever. So we asked Ron well, this. So it's the interviews with NME, but like mm-hmm. Variety put out their version and their headline was Solo 2 is dead. I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's dead because it never existed. So great job <laughs> on your headline. The whole point is like there, there's nothing new here. And the reason why I wanted to talk about it so much is because people took it as, Oh, I guess that's it then. They were going to do it, and now they're not. It's like, no, they, they weren't doing it. And the reason why fans are asking about it is because they're not doing it. So Ron Howard's saying, like, all you're hearing, you guys keep bringing this up to me, that's because of the people. And that's what Rob Bordeaux, the head at ILM, was saying a few weeks ago. He's like, you fans are loud. They hear you. Keep it going. And this isn't one of those things where it's like, release this cut, do this, do that. We have people who are involved with the movie from the writers, directors, the head of ILM, the, the guy who wrote the score, the actors saying like, we would love to be able to keep telling the story we originally sought out to do. So Ron Howard here, if you read his quote, it's not negative at all. He's saying, I'm, just to clarify, nothing's in production. We all knew that. That's why this whole fan movement, if you want to call it, exists. It's because it doesn't exist. And he said... Um, I don't think it's a priority as I understand it, but there's some great characters and the folks from Lucasfilm love the fans and really do listen. So I would never say never, but I'm not aware of any concrete plans right now. So he, he's basically saying what you yeah, like you said, James, like they listen and they're well aware of this. And we know that from your interaction with Michelle Regwan. We can go down the list. We've talked about this. I had a little bone to pick with Christian Harloff because he mentioned me on his show this week. And he said that I feel he and I like that he said this, but he, I think he's wrong because he said, I feel bad for John Hoey because I know this hurts him. And because he he sees it as that means it's definitely dead. I don't see it that way. And, you know, the reason why it's make Solo 2 happen is it's easier to say than make any follow up possible in a live action iteration of Solo hashtag. It's it's easier to roll off the tongue. Now that there's Disney Plus, there's an option for a series. And not for nothing, the movie made four hundred million dollars. It wouldn't have, been, it wouldn't need to be filmed twice if they made a sequel, or uh, yeah, if they made a sequel. And look at the the budget for Shazam was a hundred million dollars. You're saying they can't turn a profit by doing a solo sequel by adding Jabba, Boba Fett, doing all this stuff. They probably won't do it because of the the first movie. But you can definitely, you will not, you can't look me in the eye and tell me a series follow up to Solo with all the new characters they added and all the characters you can bring in from Jabba's Palace, Boba Fett, other bounty hunters, Crimson Dawn, all that stuff, wouldn't be an awesome Disney Plus series, because it would. And there's new ways to film these things and, and do it on, on, on budgets and, and make it successful. People will turn out to watch that. So 
I never saw this as, oh, it's dead. I feel so bad for the Mixed Little 2 happen people. I see it as Ron Howard, the director, who we know from our friends, Andy and Chris, they were backstage at Celebration wearing Make Solo 2 Happen shirts. He points to them and says, you guys are going to get me in trouble. He can't. He doesn't really want to talk about it too much, yet he's still out there saying, wink, wink, they listen to the fans. So it's this type of stuff that I don't see this as a bad thing. We all know it's not in production. This isn't yeah. like, you can make all the headlines you want trying to demonize it and saying like, there was something like, you can make your narratives if you want. Nothing has changed here. It's just Ron Howard saying, mm-hmm. what you're hearing about Solo 2 is from the fans, but they listen to the fans. So I, I didn't think, see this as a like a, a death nail or anything. It's, a, no, it's I, you know, I think when you read some of the headlines and read the way that people were looking at it, um, I, it you immediately think the article is going to be Ron Howard going, guys, stop. We're not going to make another one like that. We're, we're so glad that that chapter's done. We've we made that movie and it was fine, but we have no plan. We're, we're not moving forward with anything like that. That's how the headlines read. That's not what he was saying at all. He was just saying, no. like, currently there, there's, you know, exactly what you were saying. The other thing I want to point out, too, is um, and you lightly touched on this. He's saying Solo 2 is not a, a Lucasfilm priority. And I don't want to piece apart his words or try to make something that he's not saying um, like he's saying it. But if if he's saying Solo 2 is Could not a Could it be a, a thing, Disney that, priority, though? That, well, I'm saying I'm saying it's more like there could be a show or there could be like the Lando thing. There could be other ways to keep these characters around and they should convert the Lando things. series into a solo, but it's, series. but it's not necessarily solo Two. solo Two is not a priority by Lucasfilm or Disney or anybody making another feature film with these characters, not a priority. And he can put that to bed, said that we're not working on that, you know? Um, now I'm, that's putting words in his mouth. That's not what he's saying in the interviews, but he is saying that it's just that, that, movie is not something we're working on and you're right john like it's it's kind of a non-story it's something that we already knew but somebody wanted to get a little bit more story out of it um lacy can you take us home on this is there anything else that we haven't talked about or what are your thoughts on the on this new line of uh make solo two happen stuff i think that ron howard is being very political in the sense of not trying to ruffle any feathers he just he did solo he did, you know, stuff with Willow. He's in their good graces. He's going to, you know, celebrations. And he's someone that everybody loves. And he, I'm sure, likes being the person that everybody loves and wants to work with. Mm-hmm. And I think he also likes being in that place of, oh, if they need help with anything, they're going to call me. Oh, they're going to give me more work. It's all kind of a place of, how can I defend my own work, but also be open to criticism, but also kind of I would do more with it? I, I don't think this is a negative thing whatsoever. And I think that we live in an era of social media, and I use journalism in quotes because oftentimes these headlines aren't journalism. It's just people trying to get clicks and get ad revenue and make money. Or sell their narrative. Or sell their narrative. I think oftentimes people take quotes and they did this with John Kasdan for the past few weeks and months with Willow. It's like anytime he said anything about Solo, it was like, well, clearly that person, clearly John doesn't want blank. Clearly John's saying this. And it's like, if you just take what they're saying at face value, like I don't think they're 
saying anything leaning any certain way. They're telling you the truth. They're saying right now, nothing is currently happening. We already know that. <laughs> we know yep. that's why we're exactly. doing this. Yep. That's why we're campaigning for it. But we're campaigning for the idea of the future tales of Han Solo, Chewbacca, Kira, you know, Infus Nest, all these characters. We're saying we loved what you did with them. We loved the story that you set up. We want more. It's not demanding it. It's not no. saying that someone did anything wrong. If it happens, wonderful. If it doesn't, we're going to keep celebrating this movie because we still love it. That's not going to change anything. We still have it. They can't take it away. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's just, it's crazy to me that Make anytime. Sure to <laughs> I, like I'll 90. still do it. Uh, I just find it crazy that anytime, you know, it's just the easy thing to ask people about Star Wars. I feel like anytime someone's in an interview for something else, it could be like, hey, I just heard you picked up your mail. So what Star Wars movies are you working on? The person's like at their mailbox, like what? Like, it's just like that thing that people immediately go to of like, give me that soundbite so that I can throw it up in a tweet. I can put it on an image. I can put it in a TikTok. I can throw it in an article and people will click on it. Look, I think Ron's being honest. I don't think he's saying anything negative here. I think he's saying, hey, right now it's not working. And hey, we also, there's a side of this that maybe Ron isn't the person that's going to move this project forward. We know John Kasdan has openly said he's talking to John Favreau because he seems to be the person. I think he said something along the lines like, oh, John makes stuff happen. So I've been talking to John. And it's like, oh, John's working in Mando and he's doing great things. So I've been talking to him about Solo. We know John Kasdan is is fighting for solo and is having those conversations and wants to see it continue we know that from people that work at lucasfilm we know it from the interviews that john's giving maybe ron's not involved too like that's the other part of this is like maybe he did have a great time which i think he did maybe he loved doing it and he would do it if they asked but maybe if there is something going on he's not involved so he's not technically lying he's saying hey mm -hmm. i haven't heard any conversations because he's not in them and it's again, not that he yeah Land, the Lando series, like Kathleen Kennedy's sitting there saying the balls in Donald Glover's court, and he every other month I feel like it's Donald Glover set to play blank and something. It's like he's a he's busy really, dude. This, speaking of priorities, so mm -hmm. like Lando is not a priority for Donald Glover. It seems mm -hmm. you know almost a year ago now she's saying we're waiting for this guy. So they've been not? doing a lot of waiting by the way lucasfilm likes to stand around. and i don't know yeah that, we talked about that recently that... it was like they're waiting on him they're waiting on ryan they're waiting on kevin they're waiting on taika yep yeah uh they're not waiting i know all about waiting yeah um but in terms <laughs> I know of all uh, about the... waiting <laughs> got it done yeah <laughs> i don't yeah, know if the but... lando series is i don't know that, that that's like a lot of lando you know, he's a supporting, supporting character. Like you could say Han Solo is a supporting character in Star Wars, but Lando's like a supporting, supporting character. And a whole series to him, I don't know that that always made sense to me. Make it a full solo follow up series. Then you can get everyone involved. Like that makes more sense to me. You could really do multiple seasons with that. And if he's, they're waiting for him, rework it. Everyone else mm -hmm. wants to do this. It just seems like a no brainer to me. I don't know if it's uh, there's probably a lot of discussions, a lot of reasons, but we'll see. But again, I when I read this and people were like, oh, I feel bad for for John. How we make so two happen, people. I, I appreciate like that. That's very nice. But to me, it's just Ron Howard saying it's same same as it's been. But just so you know, all the talk of Solo Two is coming from the fans. Yeah, but they do listen to the fans. 
again, like we've said this a million times, but it's it's and we've even said it tonight. It's not a demand. It's more just a celebration no. of what we liked about the movie. It'd be like me saying, "Make Resistance season three happen." Do the Clone like, Wars? It even took if seven you, years. Yeah, even if you know, like it's probably not going to happen. Like they made their two seasons of Resistance. They're not going to make a third one. All I'm really saying is, like, hey. I loved it and I would be happy if they did make a third exactly. one. And, yeah. and if somebody comes along and says, Hey, I've heard about you talking about resistance season three. I just want to tell you, there's no plans for it to happen. It's like, well, yeah, I know. I know there's no plans. All I'm saying is like, I really liked the first two seasons and I'd be happy if they did more. That's, that's it. We, that's all there is. I do as a joke. <laughs> Yeah, I sense. do. I do find it wild though. And I think that this is just a thing with the internet and fandom in general is like, you can have people from all different walks of life, like all different types of things. And they want to see this show happen, this, you know, book happen, this, whatever. And people get happy when they see that something's not happening. They're like, oh, Solo's not happening? Good. And it's like, so you don't want more Star Wars? Like that to me always yeah. drives me a little bananas, I no th- matter th- what it is. It could be any type of fandom, movie, book, comic, show, any topic. If they say something's canceled or unhappy, like not mm-hmm. happening, something gets canceled on Netflix and people are like, good, that show's terrible. Like, you're really celebrating when people did like it? Like, it drives me nuts. I, it drives me bananas. Uh, you're, you're 100% right, Lacey. I, I do, I mentally try to handle that type of criticism as like, well, maybe they're coming from the perspective of you only get one. So it's either going to be a solo sequel or something, anything else. And they go, mm. oh, God, I'm glad it's not the solo sequel. Because I, how can I, anyone think that way? Well, I mean, Lucasfilm is only so many people like they can only put so many things into production. So every time something gets announced, it means that they're putting their efforts there instead of where they instead of another I, thing. It's not. Now, that's all I'm saying. Thing. Yeah, I'm just saying, yeah. like, when people say, like, I think oh, oftentimes it's just moving people forward, being negative because they people like to be can, negative. I do, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I'm just saying, I think, like, from my own thing, I, when I see that, like, oh, I'm glad that's not getting made. I'm like, I'm going to pretend like that person is saying, I would rather this not be made so that they could make something else. Like, focus on Mandalorian season four. Don't focus on a Lando show or something, right? Mm-hmm. But anyway, um. Let's go ahead and move on to something that does need a lot of help in the let's get something done, let's get something made category, and that's Star Wars video games, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we got an announcement last year that there was a, a team up, uh, that this new thing was going to be happening around Ubisoft and Massive, and they were going to bring some type of game right and we've heard really nothing about that other than recently there was and i mean recently like today or yesterday there was a tweet from um uh the head if i remember the head of director create yeah the creative director of ubisoft put this out and said happy new year to you all 2023 is going to be huge for us join the adventure i'm sorry not ubisoft massive and then he hashtagged massive Star Wars and they put the logo with Ubisoft mm-hmm. massive and Lucasfilm uh, up on the Twitter. So again, this is sort of reconfirmation that they have been working through the year and that something is planned to be announced in 2023. And when it comes to these particular studios, game development studios, you should be looking at something that is completely open world traveling however you want. 
they mentioned games like No Man's Sky, which is a completely like generative game where you can just you want to go over there for a billion miles. The game will let you go for a billion miles because it'll just AI keep creating. So the open worldness of this uh, Star Wars game could be huge, could be massive, if you will. Um, but we don't know really a whole lot about it other than there should be news coming in 2023. Lacey, um, I don't know. Do you want to start on this? What, what are your thoughts on on this this uh, co-op here and what we could expect? Um, I am super pumped about this game because it seems like something that you can really just experience with your friends and, and meet new people online and just kind of celebrate what you love about Star Wars and kind of make it your own journey. There's something that's really, really cool about that. You know, everyone always dreams about being in their own Star Wars world, and this is an opportunity to do that. Uh, it's my understanding that this company is also making the Avatar one, right, for Disney. They're also doing the Avatar kind oh, of open they? world game. I believe so. Um, so it's yeah, no surprise that they're also that. doing this for Disney as well. I'm sure they're kind of similar. I, w- I would assume they're just going to change maybe the look of the game. or, um, But, yeah, I... I think that this could be something that I could just kind of casually play, which is what I like. I feel like with Jedi Fallen Order and those kind of games, it's I feel like I'm always a little bit behind other people because I'm not as talented in those like kind of skill based games. <laughs> I gave up in Jedi Order when I couldn't get him to climb up like the cargo net type siding. I was like, and you had to like jump from side. It's all timing. I can't do that. You want me to to do Battlefront where you just pick up different types of guns and shoot people like I'm all on board. I love running into gunfire and like doing fun like missions like, you know, capture the flag and stuff on Halo. But uh, yeah, I can't do the like very skill based like mm-hmm. combo button stuff. So this game where you get to kind of customize your own character and, and really just be in the world is like right where I want to you- be are right Lacey that if you go to massive's homepage, the three games that they have highlighted on their homepage is Tom Clancy's the division two, um, mm-hmm. Avatar frontiers of yep. Pandora and the star Wars project where they have that. Yeah. Image of the so I feel like the avatar one and the star Wars one might be similar. They might be just reworking them for each franchise for Disney. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. But not skinning a game. But like no, reworking no, no. them from some yeah. type of basic thing, yeah. John, mm-hmm. any thoughts on um, this team? I I like the idea of open world games. I like the idea of being able to explore things. Um, I always liked that when I was a kid at theme parks. I liked looking around uh, areas that you can explore and that sort of thing. And I like that in video games. I loved the Grand Theft Auto games. I liked the Batman Arkham City game. Uh, I like that type of stuff where you can just go look around and get find some trouble or tell your own little story or just bop around for a bit. Whereas sometimes those, um, like you were saying, Lacey, like sometimes those like Jedi Fallen Order stuff, for me, it's like you're just going for the ride. You're saving your progress. You're just you changing really your difficulty level. Attention. You're going through the story, though. There's always it's, the mm-hmm. ultimate end. It's an um, on-rails game. Like it yeah, feels like you can right. go anywhere in the whole galaxy. Here's one planet that, right. you, that we, you, we put on right. your mm-hmm. thing, you know, whereas like kind of go that way. I, I like that aspect that you can explore the galaxy, which is really at the spirit of Star Wars. Like we always see them jumping to hyperspace and going to a different part of the galaxy. And like, I like the, the idea that you can find a ship and if it has the hyperspace capabilities, you can just go do that. And there's no like saying like, 
nope, you just flew into the end of the video game wall and now you can't go anywhere. I like that open aspect. I think that's a good idea. I think that works for Star Wars more than a story mode Star Wars. Like, I, I like that they're doing the video game canon stuff, but part of me doesn't because it's like they're so beholden to this has to tie into Order 66 I, and this my, has to tie in, lead up to you this. On that a little bit. That's because fine, I, man. I but... feel like they've let go of that and they've been very aware that like Cal Kestis can wear whatever the heck he wants. Cal Kestis can have whatever color lightsaber it's, he wants. Yeah, but it's still a canon story that has to fit with these characters can't show up here. It has to take place in this timeline. The end is already decided for you. You're just going to get there by whichever difficulty level you choose. Where this game is like, I'm going to go walk around Dex's diner and see if I can find some people to, to get in trouble with or something like you can just go do stuff. And I think for Star Wars, which is the ultimate adventure escape to a galaxy far, far away, this is a perfect type of game for it. And I'm surprised it hasn't happened sooner. Mm -hmm. I think I think what you could expect is a non Jedi character like a smuggler, bounty hunter, Han Solo type. And you go on missions and you can fly to different planets. But ultimately, no matter what you do, you're never going to do something that's going to change the course of the fate of what happens in the Civil War. Um, it's just going to be something or, you know, wherever the game takes place, you're not going to do something that's so huge. You're just going to be able to, like, be a good guy or a bad guy or blow up this big building over here or something like that. And like, it's big within the context of the game. Like when they make things small again, like what they tried to do with Iron Man three, like they brought it back to a core character instead of this huge galactic wide mission or something. Um, but it's, it's, I think it's going to be something that's going to feel like you have the ability to go anywhere and do anything. But at the end of the day, they can't let it tie in with bigger things. It can't be a big, uh, a, a civil war you've never heard of before you know right mm -hmm. yeah. any any anything else from you guys not really anything else from comments is anybody looking forward to this game in particular i think it's an overwhelming people are pumped because you get to kind of make it your own adventure and that's what people want from star wars and from video games i think is like they want to, to make it their own go to canto bite and get five stars from the canto bite police department <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, I when it comes to the games, I think like we're we're still sitting on the possibility of like how long until we get Battlefront Four, you know, right? Like I love that's Battlefront so much. That that could still be a ways away. We're not hearing much yeah. about it. Um, we are on the very close eve of Jedi Survivor, so we're getting in another one of those. But there's these two looming ones, and there there might be more that I'm even forgetting about with um, Eclipse being like now slated for more of a 2027 release. And then this one, which has looked like some sort of announcement in 2023, but that could be as big of an <laughs> announcement as Eclipse got, which is like, here's a trailer, you know, that's it. You're, you know, you, we've released this in 2022 and we're not going to release the actual game until 2027. So being on the eve of this game, it doesn't necessarily mean it's coming this year or next year. It just means that we're going to get an announcement about what Massive and Ubisoft has been have been working on and what it could look like, the potential of what it could look like in the next, <laughs> dare I say, decade. And that's mm -hmm. wild to me. Like, I think. I think they need to, and they now have officially released themselves from EA and all that. So now Star Wars can branch out and let other studios work on Star Wars games at the same time, instead of having the same um, uh, studio have a pipeline, but we'll see, we'll see where video games go for Star Wars. 
Right. Um, we got one other story uh, if you guys want to get to it. And that is uh, that the Mandalorian season three uh, will feature Moff Gideon. End of story. No, I was going to um, say, yes. <laughs> yep. Uh, no, it, he, he, uh, he did an interview um, about where Moff Gideon is at this point, considering he's lost his ship. He's lost his, his um, troopers. He's lost his people. Um, and he compares his character to a Phoenix that will rise out of the ashes. Do not be disappointed. You will get a lot of Moff Gideon and he will be, uh, I don't think he used the term threat, but he will be relevant. That character will be involved. Um, pretty exciting. So John, I'm gonna let you start on this one. Thoughts on Moff Gideon, um, returning after being knocked out (laughs) on the bridge and yeah. totally missing when Luke Skywalker came and crashed the party. If people were paying attention to our wardrobe, they would know the stories <laughs> we were talking about today. Because you're wearing our Mando fan show Moff Gideon shirt. Um, <laughs> I have one upstairs. I love it. You know, I was I was uh, hyped on this character heading in, and I liked the fact that you were giddy for Gideon. I was right. I still am, and he <laughs> is stone cold. And I thought I really didn't. You know this. I didn't like his ending. At the end of season two, he tried to off himself with his blaster um, and they stopped him and detained him. But here he is, you know, and he is as candid as a Star Wars actor can be, which I like. Um, and he just mm-hmm. seems to be a fan and he loves playing the character. And he even alluded to the fact that he's like, I wish I was in it a bit more than I am. But trust me, you're going to get enough of me. Um, but he alludes to the phrases like a phoenix rising through the ashes. We heard him saying stuff about how he kind of like wanted to be a Mandalorian. He's obviously obsessed with the dark saber. He lost that. Um, but this is a guy who lost everything. I just hope. And I, I'll, I hope it's, it's on a bait and switch where they do tie it into the Ahsoka series and he's working for Thrawn. And he really wasn't that big of a deal. I want this guy to still be the main villain of the series. Cause we're entering our third season now. And I don't think we're looking at a cheers here where it's like, Season 13 of Cheers coming to NBC this fall. It's we got about another season or two left. I don't want I think to you just, wanted to do like, five, right? Was it five? He didn't say, but oh. I think there's been speculation of four or five. I could see four being it, but who knows? Disney might be mm-hmm. like, We we need you. <laughs> Make another mm-hmm. one. But I want this guy's one our more, villain. One more. <laughs> yeah. And and I, I want to see him return and I want to see him be important. Um, and I think he will be. So I'm all about what's going on here with this. I like the fact that I'm not sure what his angle is going to be, where he's coming from, where, what his resources are, because he did lose quite a bit. Um, so hopefully he comes back with a big vengeance. And I fear him again, because at the end of season one, I feared this character because there was you couldn't read him at all. He was so cold and so calculated, but you couldn't get any sort of emotion out of him or understand what his motives were and i missed that and he was he felt like a very different type of villain so i want him back i want a full arc here i don't want redemption i'm tired of that with every single villain we're getting i want to see this guy be the villain i thought he was going to be and i think we might get that so i'm very excited to see the return of moff gideon lacy thoughts on giancarlo esposito just thinking back to season one, how terrifying he was because he was just so calculated, knew everything about everyone. Um, and there was he just no seemed, escape. 
Yeah, yeah, it just seemed like he was the type of villain that was so intelligent that he was 10 steps ahead of you and a 10 steps ahead of the hero that seemingly always gets their way out of things. Like the Mandalorian always seems to find his way out and he was ahead of him on this one. Like he just happened to get out. Um, and then into season two, you're like, wait, what happened to that guy? And I get that there's always a point in good movies where the the villain kind of folds but I just wasn't expecting it to happen this way with him. But I'm hoping he comes back per this interview uh, kind of harsher than ever. Or maybe it's just kind of him stepping aside to a bigger, badder villain, which he hints at. Um, mm-hmm. But I just like him being a bad guy. Like John Favreau said he wrote this role for him. So let him be that guy. Like give Favreau him more- says that a lot, doesn't he? He does, but I think he genuinely means it when he says it. I think he writes these projects for specific people. And I'm sure. Says, hey, I'm sure. Yep. I'll so make you a grilled cheese if you, <laughs> you know, yeah, I'll make yeah. you a burger if you will be in my project. Because <laughs> he's like does all the chef stuff. That was my joke. It was. Um, <laughs> it was Moff Gideon that said that. Lacey, you alluded to it, and I was kind of questioning it, so I'll ask you. It was him that mm-hmm. said, "You know who I report to, and you know he wouldn't like it if something." So that was Moff Gideon, right? Yeah, I think so. Right. Yeah, it was something along those lines that he he did mention who he reports to and how yeah. he wouldn't like it or whatever. Yeah. Um, but John yeah, Carlo makes... Esposito did wink at the end of this interview when he was talking about the ashes right. thing. So I just I love that. I love when actors play a little bit and have fun with it. And I wish more people did that. And I believe he, he used the word nefarious, which yeah. is mm-hmm. a good word to use for about a good villain. So and he's mm-hmm. great at playing villains. So I hope they use him to his potential again. And because I felt good. like at the end of season two. He got a little huxed, if you know what I mean. Oh, God. I so. still, I, I still think there's a little bit of potential of that. Like, I think him saying who I report to, I know, man. Be, like, you <laughs> see the guy who, you see the guy, whoever he is, like up on the throne or whatever that person, <laughs> and like he's standing next to him, and he's like, like running to daddy, sort of thing. Like I could see Moff Gideon being that now that they sort of did what they did with him at the end of season two. It's a Palpatine clone. Lacey's head just explodes. <laughs> yeah. No more Palpatine, please. Oh God. <laughs> I I am Poe Dameron. Someone needs to Photoshop my face onto Poe Dameron for that meme. That's like, <sighs> like, because that that is me. I'm done with Palpatine. Get and I'm like, ah! get him out of here. <laughs> well, I'm Palpatine. <laughs> speaking of being done with things, uh, that is going to end the resistance report. Um, but before we move into our very last section, we do have a couple of announcements. So I'm going to hand oh. it back over to John. What do we got? All right. So if you remember on our holiday party episode, we announced some giveaway contests. And if you wanted to you entered them and two of you are winners because we did two giveaways so our first Mm -hmm. giveaway speaking of moff gideon was a moff gideon vintage collection figure and a pack of unopened solo a star wars story trading cards and all you had to do was follow us on twitter at trb podcasts and retweet our holiday episode tweet uh don't try to do it now you already picked the winner (laughs) and our winner is Dremel. at brightest blue af megan oh my god i mentioned her at the beginning megan i didn't even realize 
<laughs> Congratulations, Megan. You have yep. won. You're the so winner. We, I was like, she's well, so great. She's so talented. <laughs> we will get that Didn't out to Megan. Uh, and then our second one was mm-hmm. a gentle giant bust of bo And in order to win that, by the way, don't forget about that promo code resist 20 um, because the chances are you didn't win this. So you probably want to buy it and you get 20% off with using resist 20, but which is a win doesn't have to buy it because they subscribe to our channel, youtube.com slash at the resistance broadcast. And they left a comment on our holiday video. I think it's not what they're most excited about in 2023 for star Wars. And this person is the winner. And their name. What they is... say? What did they say that they were most excited for? Maybe it will give it. A... Do you, Maybe do you it'll give thing? it away. Um, yeah. I mi- I minimize their comments so much. They okay. said, uh, okay. "Go ahead, read it." They said, "I would have originally thought I'd be most excited for Mando or Ahsoka. However, I have to go with Skeleton Crew. The reason is because I'm. I know I'm going to love Mando, and I have an idea of Ahsoka, and I already love her in live action. But with Skeleton Crew, I have no clue what to expect." And that excites me very much. I fully trust Lucasfilm because I love everything they make from Clone Wars to Willow. So I know it will be quality. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the unknown excites excites me the most. Can't wait for everything in Star Wars in 2023. I'm so yes. glad that we did it this way because this person's like, I think I said that. Was that me? I think I, that's <laughs> what I said. Is it me? And then there's going to there's gonna be people who said, that was totally me. And it's not. Yeah. Sorry. But the person that it was is Robert Doss. Congratulations, up, Robert. Robert. You have won the bust from Gentle Giant of Bo Katan. Please email us at resistancebroadcast at gmail.com and claim your prize, and we will get that out to you. Thank you to everybody who entered. 2023 is just getting started. You know us. We have boxes. Lacey's, you know, she's purchasing, she's purging. I have some cheese plates if you guys are interested. We have boxes in the warehouse at TRB (laughs) Studios of tons of stuff to give away, and we're going to have plenty more this year. Imagine that. This this month's gift is a Christmas Spode cheese plate. By Spode's, yeah. Spode, Spode. it's one, just sing, just, yep. Spode. Spode's, got it. All right. S-P-O-D-E. Spokes. One. Got it. All right. <laughs> Next up for us is hopefully bringing you some laughs because Lacey's going to mm. take us through our next segment of the show. I don't think we've ever done this live. Guys, it is time for resistance transmissions. So. I don't have a thing. <laughs> resistance transmissions. All right. Imagine there's a thing in resistance. <laughs> <Shoo>. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So the way that this works is John puts up a crazy, wacky situation on Twitter and you guys give your answers. And I don't know what the situation is. I don't know what you said. And we see how this goes. Sometimes it's hilarious. Sometimes I'm really confused. We'll go with it. All right. So the situation this week is create a candy bar, name, ingredients, tagline, catchphrase based around a Star Wars character. This is going to make me hungry. I'd love a candy bar right now. All right. What kind? I don't know. First, uh, stop putting me on the spot. <laughs> Andrew Steely. <laughs> Andrew Steely's up first at Deuce underscore Steely. He said, Atomic Anakin's 
fiery hot cinnamon chews. Ooh. And the tagline is, and you thought Mustafar was hot. Oh. <laughs> then when you eat, your friend makes you eat them, you just go, I hate you. <laughs> All right. Next I is see. Kida's Black Alliance at KBA underscore K- KBA. What? Oh, KBA. Sorry. Underscore 2022. Oh my, <laughs> my brain was just like, wait. That's so last year, man. KBA <laughs> underscore 2022. <laughs> Sorry, Kita. Uh, they said Lando's chocolate bar called Silk Chocolate. And it has Ooh. a little chocolate emoji. It says, because I'm smooth with all the beings. <laughs> all right. I mean, I, I like appreciate Silk that. Chocolate. I'm going to get the Twitter handle. Is it dark chocolate? Is it milk chocolate? Is it white chocolate? Mm. I would think it's milk because it's a play on milk chocolate. Ah, Silk chocolate. Silk chocolate. Uh, Next is Grumpy at Dog Skywalker. Hello. Uh, Oh, God. This is going to be so hard to say. A socolate? I think that's it. A socolate. Oh. Oh, like chocolate. A <laughs> <laughs> name a candy bar you guys are like coffee uh, well white that's choc- what it looks like white chocolate with orange frosting pre-cut into snips oh that's cute uh i am no candy bar is the tagline oh i like that that's too better name isn't pronounced as a saka because it'd be a socolate oh knockalit Hondo right. Onakalit. <laughs> I hope I didn't just take that from somebody. Even though I imported these, I don't remember. Uh, I don't think so. Next is Crafted Creations at Craft 3D Creation. Ooh, what kind of stuff do you make? I have this really sick. Where is it? Lacey, stop buying things. Look at this. <laughs> I got this for someone gave this to me. <laughs> it's a Darth Vader pen holder and it's 3D printed. He's oh, like bowing cool. down to me like he should. So you're Palpatine. No, I'm not. What a plot twist. <laughs> All right. So yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this candy bar is the Nougat Gunray bar. Nice, <laughs> clever. Uh, and they said, as you know, our candy is perfectly legal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Next is Molly Damon at Molly Damon. Hey, Molly. She said, Geode oh. rocks. Your friends won't believe it's real. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's clever, Molly. Rock candy. Rock candy. Yeah. Uh, next is Maddie Gunner at Maddie Gunner. What up, Maddie? He I'm said Matt. Kit Kat Fisto. <laughs> I like that. That was funny. <laughs> All right. <laughs> sure. I'll give it to you. <laughs> next is the Horrific Network at Horrific P. What is so horrific about your network? What happens? I don't know. Is it like horror? Or are you just really bad? <laughs> Just that sounds like that should be the name of like my life story, the horrific network. <laughs> All right. Candy is Wicket's Buttercups. Mm. All right. I added them. He didn't put that in there. Uh, tagline is eat them up before the <laughs> before the Ewoks eat you. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, ingredients have been called into question. <laughs> <laughs> but people have assured me no actual stormtroopers are in the candy. <laughs> mm, lots of relief. 
That's actually really funny. It does have a crunch to it, though, so there's no telling. I just like how there's just an aside. It's like he's telling us his friends, like, hey, I don't think they're in there. I mean, I've been told that there isn't. You do have to think, being that it is the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi, and we saw the Ewoks just using the helmets as drums, and we know they eat people, they probably ate some stormtroopers. Well, yeah. I think they definitely did. I don't think that's a probably. Yeah. Well, we didn't see it. You know. What did that have to do with the 40th anniversary? Yeah. What, oh, what does that matter? Because it, we're, we're going to be talking a lot about Return of the Jedi. This year. <laughs> but why does it matter with the 40th anniversary if they ate stormtroopers? Now that not? the 40th anniversary is coming up, Ewoks probably ate stormtroopers. <laughs> it's, like it's, it's been 40 years <laughs> now. It's been 84 years since this episode yeah. started. All right. <laughs> all right, Rose from Titanic. Um, all right. Last but not least is Fern at Rogue Fern TPD. And they said, Akbar. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's all I needed. Like it. Like okay. it. Finishing strong. Guys, thank you so much. If you want to be on the show, make sure to follow us on Twitter and all our social platforms, including Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok as well. We're going to get started on there at TRB Podcasts. I still can't believe you said ingredients have been called into question, but people have sure you know actually. <laughs> anyway, all right. Bye. <laughs> Back to you, John. Go. Bye. Bye. Um, thanks, Bye. everybody, for listening and watching and being a part of TRB. Like we've been saying, make sure you are subscribed to our show because we're back at it with two episodes every week. So whether that is Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, Amazon Music, uh, I named all the big ones, but anywhere we are there, and also YouTube, of course. Oh, um, you want to hear something subscribe. really cool? Side note: Yeah, I was in my kitchen, and I have an Alexa in my kitchen, and I said, "Hey Alexa, play the Resistance broadcast," and she goes, "Playing Resistance broadcast, latest episode," and then she said, "Our latest," and it was John. And I was like, "This is so weird." <laughs> You've never done that before? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. It's and then cool. I shut it off immediately. It weirded me out. It might not. Oh. It might be happening in people's but houses right now because you. Just it was. Oh, I know. Sorry. Uh, it, it's the video one too. So on the screen is our logo perfectly fits into the video. Because oh, wow, that's cool. We we should do that though, because because we should say like, "Hey Alexa, play Never Gonna Give You Up." Oh, we're gonna. Rip oh, there it's doing it now. Whoops, yeah. <laughs> it's doing it. I sabotaged myself. Yeah, Alexa, stop. They were listening to us, and then you switched them over to Rick Astley. You Rick rolled yeah, us. There you go. Yeah, there goes those watch hours. <laughs> Sorry, um, go ahead. No, no, no. Um, but um, yeah, that's pretty much it for the plugs. We we were well, a lot of plugs on this episode, so we'll get uh, we'll get out of here. We have to get to our Patreon exclusive Q and A for all of our patrons watching now. Um, and if you're not a patron and you're listening, uh, whenever this may be, join us. Uh, again, patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. Five bucks a month is that to start. And you get access to all of our exclusive content right out of the gate. And uh, you can submit topics to the show, which uh, you'll see on Monday. Um, but you can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey. Let's talk about how we can make Solo 2 happen. Let's talk about how we're giddy for Gideon. Let's talk about whatever. I talk about a lot of stuff on there. So let's have some fun. Uh, and my movie podcast, just like the movies, uh, we're coming back Tuesday with an episode on The Town. Um, and uh, oh, real quick, I have to do this because my friend Mike had this made for me, my little Funko guy. And I'm supposed to let you know 
that where I got this is from uh, his brother Adam actually custom made this for me and you could find him on Instagram at amp amp underscore underscore digital he does commissions if you want to have your own uh, he's it's just him so don't like overbear him but I wanted to give him a shout out because it was very nice of them to do that for me I didn't ask for it or anything they just sent it to me I thought it was really cool so thank you Adam for that um it's Lacey, literally like what you're wearing right now <laughs> it is yeah you're right it's like <laughs> there i am i'm the bobblehead <laughs> all right lacy what's up uh people can find me on twitter and instagram at lacy gillerin all right james and i can be found on twitter and instagram both at myra trunks Okay, so um, we hope everyone has an awesome weekend. Happy New Year again to everybody. Hope you're safe, healthy, doing well. And we'll be back Monday where we're going to talk about Ben Solo and his final interactions with Han, Luke, and Leia, the intentions behind those and the impact of those in the story. Pretty cool discussion and a lot more, of course. But have a great weekend, and we'll see you next time right here on the Resistance Broadcast. See you around, kids.